0: Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. I am Charles Hathaway and today we are going to talk about the Manchurian apricot, Prunus manchurica. Now in the past, the Manchurian apricot was, was uh, considered a variety of the Siberian apricot, which is one of the more traditional uh, domestic varieties. Uh, species, but it's not, and they have since reclassified it as its own species. Though you'll still see it, sometimes see it listed as being Prunus armeniaca um, with the variation of Manchurica, but Prunus Manchurica is the uh, is the official botanical name. This is an understory layer bush slash. Tree, depending on how you cultivate it, it's hardy from cold hardiness zones 3 to 7, so it can withstand down to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which is also negative 40 Celsius. The soil pH preference is from 6.0 to 7.5. Its watering needs are medium. Um, It's quite drought tolerant once it gets established, but Uh, it will need some water up front but uh, once it does get going it's really quite drought tolerant. Its blooming season is early spring. Uh, Just be aware that uh, Manchurian apricots they only blossom every two to three years and this is healthy and normal for a uh, Manchurian apricot. It doesn't mean the fruits are failing. Some people say my fruit hasn't blossomed for two years you know what am I doing wrong You're not doing anything wrong. It's actually exactly what it's supposed to do. It's uh, one of the interesting things about trees is they have lots of different strategies for um, dealing with uh, potential predators. One of them being, I know this can be the case among some oaks as well and and things like that, is that uh, they will only produce fruit every two or three years in order to keep the predators from moving in permanently, you know what I mean? So if there is something, let's just say a boar that eats the fruit, okay, it grows in the fruit one year and it's, and it's spreading throughout the tree, the fruits all fall, the, uh, the little worm or whatever, you know, becomes a, a, a fly that uh, plant, that lays its eggs in the leaves of the tree which then fall to the ground and then and then uh, come springtime those eggs hatch and new little worms climb the tree looking for fruit no fruit worms die and the uh, tree is safe Um, and and maybe you know you get just a couple of survivors for the following year but instead of it being an invasion it is simply the occasional boar or worm or you know bug that is eating the fruit rather than you know year after year constantly invaded fruit so it's it's really quite a cool thing when they uh, only grow every couple of years anyway their harvest season is late summer Uh, their fruiting age is two to five years and this is a cool one the average mature yield in one of those fruiting years is 80 to 100 pounds, so that would be 36 to 46 kilograms, and some trees have even been known to get up to 1,300 pounds or 600 kilograms of fruit in a single year. So these have potential for a great deal of fruit. It reminds me of those articles that show somebody saying, you know, so and so produce six hundred pounds of fruit in in uh, you know point two acres or something like that. And I'm like, you get yourself a good Manchurian apricot, and you might be able to just do that with a single plant. I mean, that's pretty cool. And of course, obviously, that's not going to be the case with most Manchurian apricots, but it could occasionally. And and the fact that you're getting eighty to hundred on average pounds of fruit, that's pretty dang good. Pollination for fruit, you're going to, um, you you can plant it on its own um, and it may grow fruit. It probably will grow a little bit of fruit, but it will be significantly more if you grow multiple trees. Its size at maturity is 15 to 26 feet tall and 30 feet wide, which is about 4.5 to 8 by 9 meters. Now, these are a spreading tree, so I, I, I don't mean that in terms of underground, but uh, though they can do that some too, what I'm referring to is the habit of the tree itself. It tends to spread wide. It uh, The branches kind of reach outward, which is why you have a tree that is wider than it is tall. Its sun needs are part sun. Now, this uh, definitely deserves a little bit of discussion. They prefer part sun, um, and they prefer part shade as well. They do need sun in order to grow fruit. However, if you are in a sunny area like mine, where it's unabated sun for, you know, most of, if not the entire day, that's going to be too much for it. It's going to struggle. Even when I ordered several of these plants for our garden shop, I had some that I placed in a shady area simply because I didn't have room for them all in the same spot. Some of them I kept in the sun and others in a shady area. The sunny ones, some of them did okay. Some of them didn't even make it. They just kind of died. And even the ones that did make it just kind of grew a few leaves and then just kind of sat there. Whereas the ones in the shade kind of took off and started... You know really looking lush and 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 great this is probably because the mandarin apricot actually prefers part shade now if you really want to get the best of both worlds what i would recommend is plant it in a location where it's getting shade for the first maybe five feet okay so that once it gets above that five foot range, then it will branch into the sun. And in that time, it will probably become fairly well established. And you will probably have um, a lot more fruit that way. Now I have a apricot, I've more recently identified it in my yard. And I'm in a very cold area that doesn't do well for most apricot species. But I have a suspicion that this might be a Manchurian apricot because it is growing right in the northernmost center of side of my house, where it only gets sun in certain months for maybe an hour a day during those months. So all winter, it gets nothing. And from about late fall to Early spring, it gets nothing in terms of sun, but it uh, is is growing there on its own. I did not put it there. The birds apparently planted it there, I'm assuming, uh, because it was a volunteer and it popped up on its own. I did nothing for it for the first couple of years. Finally, when I saw it it was going to survive and not knowing what kind of tree it was, I put a little fence around it and it just took off. It's about as tall as me now, several years old, and it is. it requires absolutely no water, absolutely no effort on my part to get sun or anything else, and it's doing really well. Now, whether it gets fruit or not, is yet to be seen, it being right at the hitch under my house where it's really not getting much sun but it's growing fantastically with no water and so you know I I get the impression that this Manchurian apricot has the same kind of potential it is we didn't talk about the watering needs I think I missed that one but they are medium Um, and it is very drought tolerant once it gets established that's the key get it established And and that can take a year, two years. It depends on the tree location, everything. But if you can get it to establish, you probably won't have to do anything else with it after that in order to keep it going. I will say that there is a trick to... um, Because remember, this is an early season, an early spring bloomer. And if you want early spring... If you're worried about early spring blooms freezing, one of the ways that you can deal with that when you first plant the tree, or at least prevent it, is to plant it on a north-facing hill or somewhere like that where it's going, the ground is not going to get much sun, because what it'll do is it will encourage it to delay coming out of dormancy, because the ground above that north area is probably warmer than the ground, than beneath the ground. And so, you know, the the season comes on. It would be coming out, but it's still in a very cold area. The roots are getting the signal, don't come out of dormancy yet, don't come out yet. And then once it really warms up enough to to heat that north-facing ground, then uh, by then, once it starts blossoming, it's later in the season, you're less likely to get frozen blossoms. That said, many of these kinds of fruits, um, if you're not in an extremely cold hardy area, can take a you know the blossoms themselves can take a little bit of freezing, uh, you know a week or so of of snow and ice and then and then they still stick around. That's been my experience with my service berry trees. So anyway, okay, their preferred habitat is probably in the loamy soil of forests, thickets, and rocky slopes. They're very much a forest plant or tree. Their growth rate is fast, given the right circumstances, of course. Their natural reproductive rate is medium, and they mostly spread by either root saplings coming out, which are not aggressive, but do come and also by seed, as we mentioned, you know, birds and so forth can spread them. Um, anything that falls to the ground could grow a new tree, stuff like that. Their propagation method is usually by seed after cold stratification. Their, li- their uh, life expectancy is uh, 30 to 40 years, though they can reach go much higher than that, reach up to 200 years and they are in the rose family, the rosaceae family, which may surprise a lot of people that they are in the apple family. That's kind of interesting. So are the apricots, which is actually one of the reasons that this uh, Manchurian apricot is bred in some countries, because the inner seed, that uh, kernel inside the pit, is used much like an apricot. Remember, they are a relative of the apricot. Now, I don't personally recommend that because the, uh, the same kind of chemicals that make, um, you know, apple seedlings, or I'm sorry, apple seeds toxic, um, and, and other such things, you know, the hydrogen cyanide, as well as amygdalin, uh, some other things like that that are in there, um, can be toxic or at 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 some level and so i don't recommend eating the uh the kernel even though there are ways to do that if you're interested you can study up on that these have been bred for that those purposes at times but i don't recommend it just because they are it's 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 just something you know just stick with almonds if you're (laughs) kind of that they're they're the uh least toxic of these uh, kinds of kernel nuts, if you will. Okay, so what does the Manchurian apricot taste like? Well, there are mixed reports on this, and I think it is for the simple reason that uh, Manchurian apricot is not yet, for the most part, a cultivated variety. It is usually grown from seed and so some of the trees will have really nice delicious fruit others a little more bitter some have reported them being quite bland while others have described them as having a very intense traditional apricot flavor so for the most part i think the aggregate is they're good um, they're but they are not as predictable as other apricots for the simple reason that each seed grows its own variety of apricot. That's, that's how that works. And so this, there's a great opportunity here because of that, um, that if you grow a Manchurian apricot and it is a particularly good fruit, then cultivate that, graft it onto other Manchurian apricots, and you can sell it as a unique variety. And like we've talked about before, you can even patent and uh, sell it to to uh, wholesalers and so forth and and make a business out of it, uh, be able to receive royalties for the sale of every one of your Manchurian apricot trees. You would want to give it a unique variety name and so forth. And you, know, you could start with farmer's markets and, and then take it to... Uh, to wholesalers or something to get them to start producing them as well. But uh, back to talking about the general flavor of the Manchurian apricot. It gets mostly good reviews, and especially when it is used for jams, jellies, and other kinds of recipes. And you can use Manchurian apricots as you would use any other uh, apricot. I will give a warning if you are using Manchurian apricots, just make sure that the recipe, um, if it's if it's calling for volume, like you know, six cups of chopped whatever, or you know, weight, like you know, half a pound of, of apricots or something like that, then just follow the recipe exactly. If it is calling for a number of apricots, like says ten apricots. Then you may want to go somewhere between 50 to 100% more, meaning up to double what it's asking for, simply because Manchurian apricots are generally smaller than other apricots. Ping-pong ball size is a a pretty typical uh, thing that I've heard from people in terms of the size of a Manchurian apricot. Otherwise, go ahead and use your Manchurian apricots for any apricot recipe. So we will include some apricot recipes in our Pinterest board, and you can use your Manchurian apricots for any of those recipes. Thanks again for listening.